With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's 18 away from 8 on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. It's tradies hour as well with night and day. Start your morning with a hell of a coffee from just $4.50 at your local night and day. Now the breakers are in action today, but they're not in the NBL. They've gone to the States and they are playing two games against NBA opposition in the NBA preseason. Today they take on the Portland Trailblazers. And joining us to talk about that is the man who's on the Mike Cork side at the Portland Trailblazers through their NBA seasons, Mark Mason. Good morning, to you, sir, or good afternoon, your time, and welcome to the show. Yeah, well, it is still technically morning here. We're just a few minutes away from noon in Oregon, and it's still Tuesday. So, uh, I mean, you guys are already Wednesday, so the game will be over. You want to know the score, or you know what? I'll leave it a surprise. <laughs> uh, appreciate that, Mark. Thanks for coming on, mate. Oh, in terms of, um, I mean, obviously, you've got an NBA season just around the corner, so. How much vibe is there, how much excitement is there around uh, Portland and Trailblazers fans for a team out of uh, the NBL coming coming to you, uh, your place to play? Well, um, do, you want, do you want the honest answer or should I fabricate something? <laughs> no, be honest. Um, honesty, best policy, brother. Uh, well, of course. Uh, I, I think everybody is happy that New Zealand is here. Look, the game's going to be sold out. You can't, you, you won't be able to get in and get tickets. So that's wow. a sign right there. Uh, I think it's more, though, a function of Damian Lillard being gone and our getting the third pick in the NBA draft, Scoot Henderson, and everybody wanting the first look at the players and, and getting DeAndre Ayton from the Phoenix Suns and all the trades that went on, the dramatic trades that changed the landscape of the NBA, sending Damian to Milwaukee. And, and uh, you know, there, there were people thinking that there's going to be a dark time ahead for Portland. But all of a sudden, uh, with the talent, the young talent they got, they're excited. And, I, and so uh, it's lucky that we, we get New Zealand here because, you know, you guys are ballers too. And I think this is going to be a great matchup tonight, a great way to introduce the young players to – a, I don't want to call veteran, but an experienced championship team. What's the feeling around Damian Lillard trading, getting traded to the Bucks, mate? Is everyone, you know, are they hurt? Are they feeling some ill feelings towards him? I don't think there's ill feelings. There might have been at the beginning, but like everything else, you guys, you know how it is. What, lack of information, people start making assumptions and they start. Yeah. You know, it's like looking at an impressionist painting. You start filling in, you know, you start seeing things that aren't there. And so I, I think as time went on and people realized, yeah, Damien wanted to move on because, uh, you know, he, he didn't want to be part of a rebuild again. 
Uh, and then he insisted on Miami. Some people may have taken that personally. Uh, I think that was Dame's choice, but ultimately it was the team's choice. And I think the team kind of compromised uh, and, and sent him to a championship caliber team. People are happy for Damian Lillard because what we got in return was a future that's really, really bright for the NBA Trailblazers. Well, you think if you lose someone like that with so much experience, it's going to be a difficult couple of years, but you scooped the number three overall pick, Scoot Henderson. Obviously, he only played 21 minutes in the summer league. Did you see enough out of him in that little uh, preseason hit out with the summer league? And what about his combination with Shadon Sharp? He averaged 23.7 points last year and uh, showed signs of, of class. You know, guys, I think with Scoot Henderson, it's going to be his, his uh, relationship with all the, the other four players on the court because he's a great ball distributor, and that's what we're finding out through practices. When you watch him and practice the guys, uh, he sees the court in, in ways that, that other people don't. Uh, he seems to you know, ha- know where the, the players are and, and gets the ball to them. Uh, we had a public scrimmage over the weekend where he had only eight minutes on the court with the other starters, if you want to call them that, but DeAndre Ayton was one of them. And he had a couple of lob passes to DeAndre, and it, it, was, it was an exciting moment to see him uh, use, uh, use that kind of talent. The, the big question is, What's it going to be like against other professional players? Uh, the Breakers, you know, obviously, as I said, they, they are championship caliber coming from your league. So this is going to be a, a good introduction tonight, I think. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a shame we don't get to see it on television here, and I don't know if you get to see it on TV there. But uh, you have to be in the arena to see it. I think that's why so many people are going to be there. Hopefully we do get to see it. Do you you know much about the Breakers? Do you know much about Ryan Rupert, um, who's been drafted into the the Breakers? I just know. I haven't talked to him yet. Just just know that now. See, you call him Ryan Rupert. I I understand uh, in the States we call him Ryan Rupert. Now, isn't that interesting? Uh, so that's mm-hmm. his French. Uh, his French. That's how I'll introduce him. Uh, I, I don't know a lot about the Breakers. I know about your your league. I know that you got you guys are the only team that's in the Australian Basketball League, the only non-Australian team, right? So, uh, uh, but but also uh, you, you've won championships in the past. So uh, the pedigree is good. The DNA is great. I'm just you know, uh, I, it's just so great. Uh, to see uh, uh, you know international basketball every year, it seems like an international team comes to play in Portland to start off our our uh, preseason, and I'm excited that it's New Zealand because I think it's a you guys live in a beautiful place, have uh, a, a beautiful country, a beautiful city, and I guess tonight I'll find out how good you guys basketball team and basketball playing really is. Yeah, well, it's going strength to strength here at the moment, Mark. What, what about we just had recently had the FIBA World Cup, and I know on an international stage it probably sits second to the, to the Olympics but we saw the Germans who were ranked 10th come through and win the whole thing obviously uh, Team USA were big favourites going in. Do you think yeah. that the way the NBA is officiated impacts on the USA when it comes to international tournaments? Meaning that, that the international play is a little rougher? or Yeah, probably. Uh, or, the, the, the way it's refereed seems to be a little, you know, you, you get away with yeah. a little less in terms of travels and things, I guess you would say, and, and maybe they do let a bit, a bit oh, more yeah. go physically. 
Yeah, I, to, to to tell you the truth, I you know that the the, uh, the the players, if they if they really wanted, this is going to be a terrible thing to say. I mean, we could send LeBron James every year and win it every year, right? Uh, I mean, just players of that caliber. We just take the top five players and send them. Uh, uh, that's just my feeling, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. But it's it's not the uh, the 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 high uh, highest uh, ranked players that that make that team every year for a lot of different reasons. It's injuries. It's it's rest time, and and FIBA World Cup coming up against the Olympics. I think guys didn't want to play both teams. Some didn't. And uh, I think the Olympic showing will be a, a lot more aggressive, if you will. They'll still play the same kind of ball. That's just in their DNA uh, and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, you, I totally agree, mate. If you've seen the top five players, you'd win that competition week in, week out, no doubt about it. Just a question on DeAndre Ayton. Uh, there was question marks about his commitment and his work rate at the Phoenix Suns. What are your expectations for him? He's come out and already said he's going to be a physical beast this year for the Trailblazers. Everybody, uh, where, where's the, there was a movie, I forgot what movie it was, but it said everybody deserves a new start. And, uh, and DeAndre, I mean, it's, that's kind of a worldwide thing. Everybody understands that. We all, at one point or another in our lives, wish we could just hit the reset button uh, and get a fresh start. Now, it's a question of, is he going to commit to it and, and, uh, and make a go of it? I don't know what his relationship was in Phoenix. Obviously, it uh, wasn't good enough for them to, uh, to hang on to him. So he is now here. Uh, and, and we're hoping that with the young players around him that, uh, that he sees that this is his time to shine. I'm sure he's going to be a focal uh, a focus of the offense uh, coming out of the box here uh, in, in this first season. So it's an opportunity to return to form for DeAndre. I'm not saying he wasn't anything of that, but uh, you know, look, we got Yusuf Nurkic from Denver. Remember that from years ago. And this was at a time when Nikola Jokic was, was an up and comer. So uh, everyone was saying Nurk was, you know, just he was kind of soured on Denver, needed a new start. But he came here and tore it up, and he's a wonderful person. So I, I kind of think, okay, you know, we've, we've seen that before, and everybody says you might be disgruntled or you might be a sourpuss or you don't want to, you know, you, you don't want to play anymore. Uh, but all of a sudden you, you come here and we realize, you know, you're as good a player as you ever were, uh, and the new scenery uh, it gives you a chance to shine. Mark, you've obviously been uh, with the Trailblazers for a while. You used to host the radio show as well, uh, talking uh, a lot of Portland sport. But I, I guess when it comes to being sort of courtside, being there in the hubbub, when when the when the vibe is going, the stadium is full. Uh, there's got to be a, a great atmosphere at, at Portland. What is the number one favorite thing for you to announce? Is it a player name? What what, what what's the highlight every game for you? Well, when uh Listen, everything leading up to the intros is nerve-wracking. I mean, it just from the moment I sit down and do go through all the the, the reads and the you know you're reading advertising for the clients, obviously, uh, and so uh, you want to make sure you get that right. You don't screw it up and uh, mess it up for the client and embarrass yourself. And making sure you get the players' names pronounced correctly and get them in the right order. And sometimes it's pressure-packed. Uh, and it, it builds up to that moment in the NBA where the introductions and the lights go out, the fireworks are going off, 
in this 20,000-seat arena. It's all very personal, that wall of sound of the NBA. After that, uh, it's like I, I can exa- exhale, and I then I can enjoy the game like everybody else. <laughs> and then I, and after that, fun part for me, the fun part for me is, is uh, you know, when we have foreign players historically, we had Arvita Sabonis on the team, and we had Nicolas Batum from France. Sabonis was – uh, um, uh, from uh, Lithuania, uh, Yusuf Nurkic from Bosnia. I would do their in- introductions in their local language. So for Nurk, I would cool. I would I would do it in Bosnian. And for for uh, uh, I remember when Enes Kanter was was on the team a couple of years ago. I would do it in Turkish. That was the hardest one. Wow, but uh, I would always do that. And then some of the, some of the plays, if he made a three pointer, I'd say three pointer in Turkish or, you know, in, uh, in Bosnian or whatever. And, uh, uh, Yusuf Nurkic's, uh, big thing was he was the Bosnian beast. So that was Bosnan Skatsvia. Oh, mate, what a way to finish. Thank you, Mark. Really appreciate your time. Go well today Thanks, and mate. enjoy the game.